Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to No Budget Nightmares. This is Mo. He's a bad film hating while I skating all the while masturbating. That's, That's Mo Pawn. Yeah. yeah. And with me as always is the one and only Doug Tilly. He's bow, Doug bow, Tilly. Bow, 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 number bow, one super bow, guy. Bow, bow, bow. Oh, Mo. What the fuck did we do to ourselves? <laughs> yes. Look, I, I have a reputation on No Budget Nightmares as being, especially at the beginning of episodes, rather excitable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an excitable boy. Well, I know and I know you have uh there's a large f- uh fan base for your hyena laugh. Mhm. People were very reassuring about my hyena <laughs> laugh. But uh but I have to say I'm feeling a little defeated on this episode of No Budget Nightmares. Yeah, this was this is this is going to be a tough one. It's strange because we're coming off a critically acclaimed episode. People have been coming at me left and right. Oh, for, uh, and sometimes with compliments for Die Hard, uh, for Die Hard Dracula. Well, not for Die Hard Dracula, for our episode about Die Hard Dracula. Oh uh, well, yeah. Like that was that's an episode that when people the people who decided to listen for two hours they really got their money's worth, and they were very complimentary for the most part in regards to that episode. And we were like, we're on top of the world. Did, did, so well, we're gonna. You said for the most part, did we get any like complaints about the episode? Oh no, I figure that most people just wouldn't say anything if oh. they were really hated us. But that's just how I feel about people in general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like on top of the world. I was like, I could conquer any no budget movie that <laughs> anyone could toss at us. So Mo and I did the most reasonable thing in that situation. We uh, we rolled the dice and we went back to the old Bloody Nightmares box set. Ugh. And we picked a movie pretty much at random with almost no knowledge of what that movie would be before we picked it. And I hate to say that I think it was my idea to go back to the box set. And if if that is the case, then I do apologize. It was not a bad idea. No, it if wasn't anything... a bad idea. I just think we made the wrong choice. Well... No, I mean it's not we. You made the wrong choice. <laughs> I, I'm well to go back. I, but if, if memory serves, you're the one who found the movie. I don't. I don't serve that memory. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we decided to choose a movie um, called Nightmare Museum. Yes, because we've had a lot of luck with the word nightmare in the past. Right? We of course have. Uh, our show, which is called No Budget Nightmares, yes. <laughs> in case you haven't listened before, <laughs> and uh, of course there's been. Um, other <laughs> What's the one I'm thinking of? Nightmare Asylum. Nightmare Asylum, of course. And I think there's at least one. A zombie nightmare, Zomb- right? I don't know. So, Did we cover zombie nightmare? Well, we like zombie nightmare. Okay, yeah. So there are things that are connected to the word nightmare that Mo and I both like. So we thought, Nightmare Museum, how could we go wrong? And then we looked into it just a little bit. And we were like, and we discovered that it was, quote, animated 
unquote. <laughs> yeah, see, I, see, here I was expecting, like, stop-motion animation, and, like, no. It's animated in the way that, like, if you're watching a person on screen, and they're moving around, and they're animated in their, <laughs> in their movements, that it's, it, it's not animated. It is uh, made using... Barbie dolls. Barbie dolls. Like here's a perfect here's a perfect uh, image in your head. Imagine the scene in Spaceballs where Dark Helmet is playing with his with his dolls. That's very. That's actually a really good comparison. That's what this movie is. It's just some guy playing with his dolls. There was a point. I mean, we're gonna get right into it because we have to. We have. To. But there is a point during this where I thought maybe this is some sort of fetish thing. Right. Yeah. You no, know? that's totally an understandable. I, I, you know, thought. It's, Be- because if someone described this movie to you, you'd probably think, oh, it's like that scene in Team America. Right. Right? And, where, and in where... fact, when I was talking, because I talked about this extensively on Facebook today, um, because I, I it was crushing my soul to watch this movie, mm-hmm. um, I, I had posted up on my, uh, not even in the group, just on my personal Facebook page about this movie. And somebody said, oh, are you watching Team America? And I'm like, uh, no. Man, I wish. Man, I wish I was. <laughs> so, and of course, I was thinking while we were watching it that um, that we could have been, and I mean, literally on this show, we could have been watching Superstar, the Karen Carpenter story, the Todd Haynes movie, which was made with Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. And because, I mean, it would fit very well into our no-budget oeuvre, um, but um, that movie's great. I know you can't hear it, but I just rolled my eyes big time. <laughs> well, let, let's hear what those eyes sound yeah. like. No, but uh, but it would it would have fit onto the show. That movie's brilliant, and there's a sense in my mind that maybe they were trying. Maybe the concept behind this was something similar to be somewhat satirical. Right. But what we have with Nightmare Museum is a porno movie. Yep. With the exact, you know, plot to sex ratio, might even be more sex to plot ratio in this movie than most porno. Yeah. Uh, except the porno scenes are all just Barbie dolls slamming against each other, just like hitting against each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's this movie is a fucking chore, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, and ironically, at the same time, or coincidentally, I don't know. I never know the right terminology to use there. But anyway, um. You know, it's also one of the fastest movies I've ever gotten through just because there are like literally seven minutes, eight minutes, 25 minutes, you know, that's just sex. So you can just watch it, you know, double speed and like you're not missing anything. Now, I would prefer a pulling 90- back the curtain there. <laughs> I, I could, I'd prefer a 90 minute movie where I felt some sort of investment in it right to a 60 minute movie which is so ponderous and so difficult because for one thing there is a frustration both for mo and myself when we're watching a movie like this which is like how the fuck are we going to talk yeah, about how this do thing? you talk about it exactly look i'm still i'm like i'm i'm you can tell i'm a little overwhelmed still by nightmare museum we're going to at the end of this episode i'm going to force mo oh god to to say where this ranks in terms of the worst movies covered on No Budget Nightmares. Oh my! So, so start thinking about that now, yeah. Mo. Let me let me, um, let me pop over to nobudgetpodcast.com and <laughs> Nightmare Museum is unique because I believe it is our first film covered that does not include uh, cast. Right? It doesn't include uh, people yeah. in the cast. Yeah. It is. It is entirely. There are animated elements to it. There, there are like spaceships and things like that. Oh, this is what I was yeah, going to say. <laughs> yeah, spaceships. We'll, we'll talk about those. Longtime listeners of this show will know that we sometimes get 
comically frustrated at the idea that when we are talking about a movie and telling you, boy, this is awful, no one would ever want to watch this, that there's a certain element out there of our listenership who take that as a challenge to, oh boy, now I have to see it. Take the advice of your good friend, Doug. Do not see Nightmare Museum. Yeah, yeah, please, please pass on this one. Oh God, I'm dying here. Uh, right, see, it's killing it's, Mo to it's, talk about it's it. It's literally killing me. It's literally killing him. By the way, all the voices in this movie are done by one person. I mean, it says in the credits that it's not, but if, okay, so maybe it's multiple people, but it, all it is is a bunch of dudes voicing Barbies. And then there are sex scenes, which are just using the audio from porno movies yep. that sometimes, and Mo was not exaggerating, there are 20 plus minute long sex scenes, which are just. Dolls slapping against each other. Yeah. I have never seen so much, like, doll analingus in my life. It's, it's, I mean, it's I terrible. have. Like, this is, like, this is like a solid number two for me. <laughs> hey, speaking of solid number two, well, there I is mean, a lot of analingus in this movie. There's a lot, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, you can tell that we're stalling a little bit. I, I'm just blown away that this exists in a place that was so easily accessible by us. I don't mean that it's so profane or anything like that. The fact that this was distributed as a piece of entertainment is beyond baffling to me. Yup. Yup. So, Nightmare Museum from the year 2006. What were you doing in 2006, Mo? I was uh, in a loveless marriage. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Relatable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had two kids by then. Mm-hmm. Um, and how many? How many do you have now? Just still two. Yeah. Okay. That that, <laughs> that I know of. Um. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't doing much of anything. I was I was in a fucking you know dead end. I mean, I guess it was sort of the same as it is now, except I yeah. wasn't podcasting. Right. So obviously things have improved. I, w- significantly. I was in a dead end job. You know. You know, in a bullshit relationship, and uh, you know. <laughs> Most keeping the depression train going yeah, here. Doing doing good. <laughs> well, someone who was doing well in 2006 was Igor Pickles, the director, writer, producer, and lots of other things on the film Nightmare Museum, which I guess he probably shit out in like an afternoon. Um, if, I can't if imagine. If this took him more than a day, I would be very surprised. Look, I don't... Even with, least, even with 2006 technology, you still would be able to bang this no pun intended bang this out in <laughs> in an afternoon the thing about this movie is that it's <clears throat> pathetic it's a pathetic movie it's a pathetic attempt at making a movie mm-hmm. but it's pathetic in a way that there are parts of it where you can just kind of tell that the director's kind of sneering at the screen where it's like ah, this is just like who gives a shit man we'll put like a fucking uh, abortion clinic in the background and that's hilarious it's like first season south park horse shit and it's and it it it, it it made me angry to think about. You know, again, we say again and again that we're never going to dismiss a director's attempt to, you know, we all, if something's bad, go on and make something else and hopefully it'll be better. Right. I, I just don't like the person who made this movie. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I honestly don't like Igor Pickles, which, of course, that's not his real name. And we haven't been able to track down who this fucking guy is. But I'm telling you, if you're listening, Igor Pickles, I don't like you. Because you made me, and you did. Yeah. You made this movie for distribution so people would fucking watch it. People would pay money. I paid, I mean, theoretically, when I bought the Bloody Nightmares box set for like, 
I think like 25 bucks years ago. Yeah. Um, that's 100 movies. And if you extrapolate the cost of each one individually, it's very, very small amount of money. However. Even that I, was too much. I still paid money for this fucking thing. Yep. And, and as Mo and I say again and again, by watching a movie, we have purchased the right to be very critical about it. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about Nightmare Museum from 2006. We're going to start from the beginning, and I can't imagine what we're going to talk about. <laughs> well, it, it, there reached a point in this where I stopped taking notes about the sex scenes and just started writing more doll sex. And I and I counted just now, because I was explaining this movie to my roommate while we were fixing my internet issues, and, um, and, and I counted up, and just from the point where I said, fuck it, I'm no longer writing notes about the sex scenes... Uh, I wrote more doll sex nine times. I I was writing down the positions. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did too for a couple, you know, for like the first couple of scenes, you know, or actually I think I got about halfway through for that first like seven and a half minute scene before I finally stopped taking notes about the positions themselves. I'm like, this is nonsense. So we should note before we start that um, Nightmare Museum is technically... I believe, a sequel to the movie Erotic Avengers. I can only imagine that we're not going to be returning to that. And it's hard to find any real information about it. I think there's a DVD out there which includes both Erotic Avengers and Nightmare Museum on it. By the way, Nightmare Museum is such a fucking weird title for this movie. <laughs> At least Erotic Avengers, it, it feels like it's trying to sell something. But who would ever watch a movie called Nightmare Museum except for fucking idiots like us? Yeah. So we start with the title screen. <laughs> It's Mo? it's very misleading. It's very misleading. We start with the title Nightmare Museum and then we get a scroll like a like a uh, um almost like the <laughs> think of it as the opening of Star Wars. And yeah, uh, yes, in a- the background there's like noodles being stirred around with someone squirting like ketchup into it. No, it's it's I think it's it's actually fake blood, you know. Okay, it's probably fake blood. You but, can actually see the tip of the but thing you, squirting. But yeah, you can see the guy squirting. I'm like, "Come on." It's it's Yeah, they're like so, rice noodles. So Mo, I want you to read the title Crawl from Nightmare Museum. All right. All right, let's hear it. It says, "Commander X and his part-time employee, Nightmare plan on breaking into the Madison Museum to steal, spelled S-T-E-E-L, a, a secret tree of power, quote-unquote, the bagel tree. With this tree in Commander X's possession, he plans on using it as the ultimate tool for destruction, quote-unquote, the element. Ironically, a few thieves... Uh, a few thieves beat Commander X to it, and it's up to the erotic Avengers to stop him. In the meantime... Turn off this DVD and go to work. Oh yeah, and don't forget to brush your teeth. Ha <laughs> ha it's so random. God you know, damn it. So yesterday on Twitter, I took a screenshot of that uh, of that crawl and I and I posted it, and it ended up being um, retweeted out by Drew McWeeny, who uh, runs Hitfix.com, uh-huh. or is the editor, I think, uh, the film editor for Hitfix.com, and he tagged Ryan John- Johnson the director of the new Star Wars movie, <laughs> in his tweet. So there is a possibility that Ryan Johnson, the, the director of the new Star Wars film, has seen this opening crawl. <laughs> Which, if we accomplish nothing else with this podcast, I think that's enough. That's that's good enough, you know. Then we get another title on the screen, Mo. It says, September 16th, question, question mark, mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, mark three. Because that's the year this takes place in. Yeah. 
Remember when video games used to take place in 1990X? Yeah. I think one of the I think the Mega Man games do. Maybe Clash at Demon Head. I I that's always been like like that's a, that this is a total fucking tangent, but we, we uh-huh. whatever. But gotta I gotta fill this episode out too. <laughs> I always loved when movies took place in like the future past. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, like you're watching the movie in 2005, and it's like 1990 after the fall of New York or something right. like that. You know, or Escape uh, from New York taking place in 97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like uh, nine. Oh, it's, I'm sorry, it's 1990 Bronx Warrior. You know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, that actually is. I always get a kick out of that. Um, uh, or even, I guess, at this point, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yeah, right, right. So we start with the an image of a furry thing covered in donuts I have written in my notes. It was only later that I discovered that this is supposed to be the bagel tree, which is going to be the MacGuffin for this movie. Which, which, Everyone's trying to get a bagel tree. Which is funny because to me it didn't look like it didn't uh, like it didn't look like fur to me. Like I list, I wrote it in my notes as Cheerios pot. Yeah, well, it is Cheerios yeah. that is on it because it's a very small thing that is they're using special effects to make it look right. Larger. Right. So I didn't. So I didn't. Yeah, special effects. Um. <laughs> so I didn't get that that was the bagel tree until somebody finally said that that's the bagel tree. Yeah, I'm like, me too. Oh, because I'm like, I'm, I'm here. I am thinking it's some like new strain of pot, and they're gonna smoke it or something. And I'm like, at least that would give something you know mo always thinking about pot and then we yeah, see you, a sandwich you know me. Flying, <laughs> we see a sandwich flying through space mm-hmm. i mean that's what we see we see a fucking sandwich it's literally a sandwich on strings right now up to this point i was on board with nightmare museum as something that was going to be self-consciously a piece of shit certainly not the first time we've had that on no budget and Nightmares. honestly like even that would have been you know better than what we got oh oh that would have been a million times yeah. better. so then we get a weird evil looking creature which has like a i think we find out later that it's like um a, a gasoline container on for a head yeah um and we also see someone with wearing black gloves squashing a tomato in his hands yeah what the fuck was like i uh. and i think by the way that this guy is commander x no one gets uh, referred to by name until the very end of the movie. Yeah, no, that is Commander X. This is Commander X. And um, so Commander X is trying to get the bagel tree, I guess. As, and I, as, I, as you do. And in this scene, an underling says, I wish I had a sandwich, which uh, that's random. So that's something. Oh, is that what he said? Because I, I'm in my notes, I just said, robot number two says something, but it was too fast to read. Oh, I speak robots. So. Yeah. Oh, good. No, no. I actually, I think I, I went back. You're right. So, like, by the way, that's another thing. There's, there are um, subliminal messages throughout the movie, which are like one frame things, and they're all just fucking idiotic. Yeah. Like eat organic. Yeah. So then we have three Barbies in front of a television screen, on which it appears a blow up doll. <sighs> yeah. These three Barbies are the erotic Avengers. And they have a mission. Are they ever introduced in the film at all? No. Like, no. Yeah. No. No. Uh, and they all are uh, voiced by men doing falsetto. Uh, and in fact, it's really great. Yeah. And it's all done in an exaggerated style, which makes you want to kill yourself. I mean, I just want to throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> and and we're just going to stop talking about it now. So let's hear what the very first. This is our introduction to our heroes. What's so special about a bagel tree, Orgasmatron? Well, you see, Blower, bagels are fresh, but if they're used 
only way they can be used towards evil. I see. You must stop them before it's too late. You better go now. Let's go. Okay. So they are trying to stop some thieves. So I guess one. From- of, I guess one of them is named Blore. <laughs> so yeah, I guess so. So they're they're trying to stop three thieves from stealing the bagel tree, which is in the Nightmare Museum. The uh, what what what's the actual museum's name? The, it the is Madison Museum. The Madison Museum. Okay. So that is the plot of the movie, and that is literally all that's going to happen until the last five minutes. So let me let me explain exactly what Mo and I are going to tell you about now. The Erotic Avengers. There's three of them. There are also three thieves. Mm-hmm. An erotic Avenger will meet one of the thieves. They'll have some sort of encounter, usually a fight. Mm-hmm. They'll have sex for 15 plus minutes. Then the thief will die, uh, murdered by some... Un- uh, the Commander X is basically who's going to kill him. No, no, no. It's Nightmare who kills him. Oh, night. Okay, sorry. Nightmare who's the a character which will introduce He's you to a robot. Robot basically. number two. Yeah. So, and then... It'll move back to an erotic Avenger, having a fight with a thief, having sex for 15 plus minutes. The thief will get killed by Nightmare, and so on. And that will be the whole rest of the movie. Ad infinitum, yeah. And and that, look, if that is sounding like something you would want to watch, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, this is one of those movies that, like, I guess if you wanted to watch it, just for the sake of saying I saw this... You know, like like trying to like get through, like let my puppets come or something like that. You know, I mean, I guess give it a go, but honestly, it's not fucking worth it. Much, there, much like let my puppets come. That line I just played is it, that comes a minute and twenty three seconds into the movie. Yep. the The first sex scene starts in like uh, another minute and a half, and after that, the movie is shit for. 50 minutes. Yeah, the first the first sex scene is seven and a half minutes long, if not longer. Because that's that I mean, seven and a half minutes is how long I timed it for. And our next audio clip is at the 540 mark in the film. Uh-huh. Um, so we're well into the first sex scene at that point. You know, like there's a point in our in a, like in the audio clip notes where it jumps from <laughs> from like almost 18 minutes about to 41 minutes. Yeah, because there's nothing the, between those The in-between point there is literally just one really long sex scene. I have no idea what the fuck we're going to talk about for that whole so, time. So, just to explain to listeners who are trying to visualize what we are watching. Actually, um, actually, there's, I have a great note in here in, in my notes where I said, talk about filler. <laughs> <laughs> filler night? Um, <laughs> wow. <sorry. laughs> So the 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 Barbies are shot against a green screen, and there are various elements that are are put into the background. Usually, they look like clip art of various items. Like the perspective shifts are all fucked up, yeah. And that's intentional. It's, again, it's supposed to look wacky. Um, but aside from that, like there's no production value here. I don't I don't know how much uh, much of the sets, so to speak, are created. Um, in any capacity. I don't even think the sandwich is a fucking real sandwich. It's just taken from like a piece of clip art. Right. So, the Erotic Avengers arrive. Oh, I think it's a real sandwich because you can see it on the strings. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I don't don't even know. Maybe. Maybe you 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 think they're going to go out of their... I mean, like it may be like plastic or something. I don't know. But, I mean, it seems like a a real sandwich. Okay. I'll concede on the sandwich. All right. The Erotic Avengers show up at the museum, uh, one of the Erotic Avengers, and 
and encounters one of the thieves and tells him to turn around and take off uh, his clothes nice and slowly. And then uh, he goes, up yours, bitch. But then they start having sex. I thought that the guy told her to take her clothes. Maybe that's how it works. Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I mean, th- that would actually, that's less less um, empowering, the way that you put it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, <laughs> oh, what, do you expect this movie to be empowering? Um, yeah, like, I like, all right. So anybody who's who's on the Facebook group, like, Doug posted some of his notes uh, yeah. yesterday. And I posted some of my notes from this morning. Like, I posted the first full two minutes of the movie in my notes uh, on there. And I'm like, I, I, like, literally, there's a point where I'm just like, are they fighting? Oh, wait, are they fucking? <laughs> like, yeah. what's going so on? So what happens is they start fighting and they roll around on the ground. And <clears> then <throat> it's it switches to them having sex. Right. Uh, and she, she, the erotic Avenger, starts slamming the thief's face into her crotch uh which is supposed to be simulated oral sex now remember these are barbie dolls they they don't have any extra pieces on them right this is just a head slamming against a crotch again and again and again with slurping noises in the background again audio taken directly from porno so it sounds like you're watching porno i i think i said that it was more erotic to watch like scrambled cinemax than watching this yeah and that's accurate and this goes on for seven minutes. Now, it does evolve into different kinds of sex, but this isn't like funny because it'd be funny if it was like 30 seconds or even if you were trying to stretch it out because it's going on too long, maybe like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. But this goes on for seven minutes. Yeah. I Like I, I literally said, I said, man, am I glad I didn't watch this at work. And I work at a porn shop. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I was embarrassed when I was watching it. Yeah, was so, like, am, so uh, was I. Because, like, like, I didn't know if any of my roommates were home. I'm like, oh, God. Like, they're probably just think I'm sitting here, like, jerking off, you know? Yeah, like, because it is just poor. Yeah. Look, this is, this is what it sounds like. Uh-huh. Oh. Nice cock. Oh. <laughs> nice cock. Yes. And, and like, it just keeps, like, I have my notes right. It just keeps going, Jesus Christ. Like, like, they start to move into angles that are not really sexual angles. They are, just like you said, it's like Dark Helmet just slamming his toys together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I wrote the phrase, I am so uncomfortable right now in my notes so many times during this. There are- there are occasionally a human hand, like, is visual, <laughs> moving moving these dolls around. Yeah. Uh, just, just like the edge of a finger or something in the background. And that just makes it worse. <laughs> See, I, I imagine, like, if you watched this, like, at least the sex scenes on mute, you know, and just watched, like, you're basically just watching dolls slamming into each other. Like, I imagine if you took this movie, removed all the audio, and just put, like, a weird... Philip Glass, y- yakety sax, like like a like a weird like <laughs> Philip Glass like soundscape behind it. It would almost pass as like avant garde film, like maybe like make the whole thing black and white or something like that. You know, like it would be like a weird like student film. But so it's like a Bergman movie would put like subtitles every once in a while, <laughs> right, right, right. Just like weird like malaise and ennui. You know, <laughs> look. This is more depressing than a Bergman movie ever could be. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'll take Bergman over this any day. They fuck. <laughs> I take Birdman over this, which is saying something. Um, Did you not like Birdman? <laughs> I'm not a big fan. Oh. So they fuck for a really long time. I like it. 
And I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, fuck you then. And then it ends. You can't. You can't really. There's no come shot. Yeah. No. Right? There's because, no afterglow at all. It's just yeah. Abrupt finish. Yeah. Abrupt, and then it goes right into a piece of audio, which is this. I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay. Take your time. Well, don't go anywhere because you're going to jail. But he doesn't go to jail. I got to tell you something. I I made a movie with some buddies of mine. Uh, a, a, this I gotta hear a long a long time ago called "On the Verge of Vengeance," and I feel like I've talked about this yes, on the show before. You have mentioned it before, and we have a line in there where where the main character Robert Agnello, uh, who is a cop on the edge, we know this because he says it several times during the course of the film. Um, I'm sold. Says says. Do the bad guy, he goes, and you're going to jail, you know, and like that just reminded me so much of that scene, except a whole lot less sex. So the erotic Avenger leaves the room. Yeah. And then it suddenly cuts to Nightmare. Yep. And who is Nightmare? Nightmare is a, uh, just a robot killing machine sort of thing. And Nightmare just rips some guts out of the doll. See, I will. That, I, here's what I'll say: the scene, yes. the scenes featuring Nightmare killing the Ken dolls are actually kind of fun. They're fun in, in very much a Todd Sheets way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, it's just it's just hunks of meat and like for some reason like rice noodles. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, just like, just like a bunch of gook. Yeah. And, and and but I mean, literally, this is like a thirty second part after a seven minute sex scene. Yeah. So the robot nightmare rips this thief apart, rips out his brain, and, and then it steals the bagel tree. Mm-hmm. The bagel tree is very important, Mo. Apparently, yeah, because it's very funny. Because here's something: look, I, I should tell the audience, bagels don't grow on trees. Wait, they don't? No, oh, I know. I, I don't want to. Again, I don't want to destroy your illusions, Mo. But they are actually uh, not. Now we've mentioned that there are three erotic Avengers and there are three thieves. Remember, not thieves. 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 Um, But there's sometimes, like, it's hard to tell the erotic Avengers apart because they look different from scene to scene. So we go right now from this guy. There's only one that stands out. Yeah. Yeah. It has makeup on, like, the crow. Oh, no, no. I was saying because there's one black one. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) So, but right, it cuts to, at this point, two of the female erotic Avengers having sex with each other. Uh, and while that's happening, we see another thief who is walking by a brick wall, which someone has written screw marshmallows on it. Spelled wrong. Spelled wrong. Marshmallows is spelled uh, with uh, M-E-L-L-O-W-S. Yeah. Um, which, again, they're... It, it, it's, I want to knock that, but like this entire movie is incompetent. What the fuck was I expecting? No, I know, but that just irritates me so much. Like, I hate when people misspell marshmallows. I, again, the misspelling of anything that you know is going out <laughs> to an audience... I, I, I was I was thinking at length about the summer of the massacre. <laughs> I was just telling someone about it, and they just couldn't believe. And I'll, I was also telling them about the IMDb page uh-huh. connected to that yeah, movie. Yeah. Anyway, go back and listen to our summer of the massacre episode. Episode, episode three, episode number three, coming which, soon to YouTube. Which means that it sounds like shit. Yeah. Well, then it fits the movie yeah, <laughs> that it's talking about. That's true. So the thief goes into a fridge, I guess, a fridge, sorry. A, um, the, the thief goes into a kitchen. I guess this uh, museum has a kitchen. And he opens up the fridge to look for something <clears throat> to eat. Uh, an erotic Avenger comes up behind him and says, so what's for dessert? 
and she knocks him on the floor and starts stomping on his balls. Yup. Now, what's notable about this thief? Um, I, I don't know. He is Hispanic. Oh, right. This is the, the guy with the inexplicable Mexican accent. Yeah, he's, he's really Mexican. Yeah. So, that means he sounds oddly like <laughs> the main characters from Hip Hop Locos. <laughs> Which we'll get an audio clip of that in just a little bit. But, uh, so, she takes off his pants and she starts to um, suck his non-existent dick. Yep. And then we get more porno movie. Like this is it. We're this is another sex scene. Yeah, we're fifteen minutes into the movie, and this is the part in my notes where I say I suspect there's a lot more doll sex. I'm not taking any more notes about it. This one is like about five minutes long. Yeah, this I one think. this one is shorter. Um, as it is exactly the same thing yeah. because again, the all the thieves all they are they have like um, uh, black like just flat black masks on, um, and all the women pretty much look the same, and they're just just dolls slamming against each other. Yeah. So they have sex, and then uh, they have this conversation. Well, it was fun, but I gotta go find the bagel tree. Where'd you point? <laughs> he said, where'd you going? Yeah. Where'd you going? Yep. Uh, and we do see the nightmare walking off with the bagel tree. And then it goes right back to more doll fucking, by the way. Like, there's no... The next bit is just the two female dolls having sex. Yeah, the... Uh, so, so the the Hispanic-accented uh, Ken doll is so impossible to understand that I literally have a note in here that says, Three Ken dolls, one with an inexplicable Mexican accent, say something. Well, let's hear what he says, because yeah. now uh, the, the thief, the Hispanic one, yeah. he encounters... Nightmare, who has the bagel tree, and he attacks him. And this is the con- the conversation that they have. Oh, man. Give me my chin. Give me my chin. Fuck that chin, man. Ox, 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 Take that in. And that one, my bagel tree, man. Yeah, oh, now, man, you, is, now you can see what I was talking that is, about. That is straight out of Hip Hop Locos. Joke that, <laughs> motherfucker, Holmes. So. Joke, Messi. Joke, moms. So the robot nightmare, like it spits out ropes and and uh, attaches to the guy's legs and his head, yeah. and then he gets ripped apart. Which was actually, I mean, again, the scenes with nightmare killing the the thieves, uh, was fun. Like all of them were were fun. They're just too short. Back to more fucking mm-hmm. between two of the erotic Avengers. Hey, guess what happens then? An erotic Avenger encounters the third <clears throat> thief. And he, she's outside and he uh, she goes, hey, what's going on over here? And he says he's just doing some janitorial work. And she says she's going inside and she says, you can't. The floors are all wet. And then something really weird happens. This is this is the black erotic Avenger. Yeah, yeah. And if you think that the uh, that the Hispanic one is is borderline offensive. borderline racist, but highly offensive, um, the black one is equally, if not more, it, more or less offensive than the black puppet from Kansas City Clowns on Crack or whatever the fuck it was called. Oh no, no, no. that one's way more offensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's so, one of the most that's one of the most offensive things in film I think I've ever seen. So the doll starts like shaking its ass um, at the thief. Mm-hmm. All it is is like a close up of the of the doll bent over. The thief tackles the erotic Avenger. They fight. 
Uh, they cut briefly to the other erotic Avengers who are doing ass to ass. Yeah. <laughs> with someone has written "Go Mormon" on a screen in the background. <sighs> I think it's supposed to say Mormon, but it says Mormon. Whatever. Uh, so then it goes back to them fighting, and, and, and this is actually yeah. Doesn't she like shoot yes. him with like some boob lasers or something? She basically squirts jizz out of her nipples. Oh, is that what that? See, I I couldn't figure out what was happening here because I'm like, what? I said one of like my notes say like one of three things is happening here. Either she zaps him with a laser and he splooges all over himself. <laughs> uh, no. She's shooting him with some kind of liquid and he's covered in air, or she's laser zapping him and he's melting. But of course, you realize the third option is not the case because she fucks him later. Now. It's not shot very competently. <laughs> no. But no, she definitely squirts like milky liquid, uh, jizzy liquid out of her nipples, covers him with it, and then drags him out of this kind of a puddle of goo and pulls his clothes off. And guess what's happening now? Yeah, she fucks the guy. This, I think, is the long, the longest sex scene. This is the this is the 25 minute one. Yeah. This is a 25 minute sex scene. Mm-hmm. And this is where the sample of my notes that I put on the Facebook group, this is where it comes from. At this point when I was watching it, I was like, oh, no. Like I was literally groaning, not out of pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I mean like this is the one that features like like things I've I've never wanted to see before. Like a Ken doll having his nipples licked, uh, you know, Barbie doll titty fucking. Um, it, It just... This is yeah. This this was just really this scene in particular was really really hard to get through. This was I, this was the scene where I was posting most of my stuff online today because I'm like, well, this scene's still going on, so I might as well talk about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was watching this at like I had like a busy day yesterday, Mo, but I needed to get my notes over to you right. by before I went to bed. Yeah. So I was watching this at like one thirty in the morning, <laughs> and I was really tired, and I got really annoyed yeah. when I was watching this part, yeah. simply because I felt like I was wasting so much of my time. Right. So this is it, twenty five minutes. So that last audio clip was like seventeen minutes in, and at the end of the scene. It's 41 minutes. And yeah. this movie's only 60 minutes. We're almost done talking about this fucking movie. Yep. There's some tit fucking. <laughs> <laughs> there is some titty fucking. There's some ass fucking. Uh-huh. There's um oh, there's a part where the one doll licks the nipples of the other one somehow. Yep. Just kind of rubbing its nose on. Uh so then uh then they say this. Like they're all dead. And the bagel tree's gone. Yeah, most of the conversations are about that bagel tree. Mm -hmm. That's the erotic Avengers. They've noticed that all the thieves are dead and the bagel tree is gone. (laughs) Uh, We do get a a brief, very Todd Sheets-ish moment of that final thief being killed. He gets his head drilled. Yeah. This is is straight out of Goblin. (laughs) So (laughs) his head gets gets drilled and then it's a full-size electric drill... On this doll's stomach, and it's just swirling some fake guts and I, around. I, I, I around. like. I mean, the, like the thing that I got such a, a kick out of was just how like like they're not even trying. Like I got a real kick out of that. Like it's so. <laughs> is, that, is that the thing that gives you your kick? I, well, the, in, in this for this movie, yes, it's the <laughs> it's the only thing I could grasp at as 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 somewhat humorous was that like so like 
anytime like something like this would happen, like that's why we had people like fondling meat or crushing tomatoes, you know, right. or whatever. Like it was supposed to be like like the guys getting injured in some way. Well, this one was just like a bowl of Chef Boyardee, like yeah, spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, just stirring it with a fork. And just stirring it. And I'm like, that okay, that's kind of funny. And then it just cuts to a drill just slopping around some fake guts for a few minutes and uh, then back to some lesbian sex. And back to doll sex because it's been a whole three minutes. Yeah. And, we, I mean, we're really close to being done. Now it's the most incomprehensible scene in the movie. We see Zorn. Do you know who Zorn is, Mo? No. I, I don't even. Zorn I don't even. Is the, I don't even recognize the name. That's you know. That's how bad this is because like he's never he's never uh, given a name in the movie. I saw it from the closing credits. Of course, a guy walks in, a muscular guy who's instead of a Barbie doll, it's more like a He-Man type. Oh figure. right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's wearing a cape, and he approaches the erotic Avengers, and they have this incomprehensible conversation. <laughs> I thought this was my job, girls. No, this is our job. We don't do this right now. Yeah, man. Oh, there's a little quick audio clip of the uh, the black one talking. Why do you want me to do right here? Like, like after he says, "I thought this was my job, girls," which I don't know what he's even referring to. There's like six or seven seconds of just the dolls just kind of gyrating around just like hopping around yeah then i mean and the fact that like they're talking like it's like in um it's like uh uh in like a mel brooks film where i mean going back to mel brooks again i i hate the fact that i've compared this movie to to a mel brooks (laughs) movie twice now but like when like guys get angry and they're like and and they're literally the whole crowd is just going rabble 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 yeah exactly you know yeah I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. <laughs> you watch your ass. Um, so right at the end of, right before this is going to switch to a sex scene, oh, we get a split second, gr- like bright green shot, uh, like the full full green screen with "Don't take showers with marbles" written on it. Oh, see, I totally missed that. It's like random, uh, so funny. Oh, you know, it's like the one before that just says "Eat organic." Eat organic. Oh, shut the fuck up. And then sex. This is now the three erotic Avengers having sex with Zorn. Um, this uh, the, Zorn, by the way, he, so he's a superhero type-ish character. He disappears right after this. Yep. He, he has a cape. He has really long eyebrows. And he has like a soul patch that, that is a beard. <laughs> like it, it kind of it, – it just goes – it's long. And uh, there's less than 15 minutes left in this movie. So I was like, just, just fuck each other for 15 minutes and let me get out of this. Which is, a, which is almost exactly what they fucking do. So this is what that uh, this sex scene because it comes from a uh, group sex porno scene. It has a lot more talking in it, so it kind of sounds like this. Oh, that looks good on your cock. I can feel it already. Yeah. So the music in this sucks too. I forgot to mention that. Jesus fucking Christ. So, uh, I'm like defeated. (laughs) Like this is four dolls all slamming into each other at once. It is, it feels like if I was trying to transport this movie across state lines, I would be arrested. (laughs) 
it, I felt like I felt like I was watching something that like people are not supposed to watch. Oh my god, that's the best fucking comparison. Yeah, the best analogy I could ever imagine. Yeah, no, exactly. So it feels like after, contraband. That's right. So the uh, Rodic Avengers they notice that um, that nightmare is getting away with the bagel tree. They say this. getting away oh shit oh there's the black one again that is the black one again yep. oh, um, oh he getting away oh shit loudy loudy oh my god and then a kettle which is supposed to be um that's the night- ship. that's nightmare ship yeah so that takes off from the planet earth it just raises off of the ground and they go where are you going nightmare and uh at this point now the battle is between commander x who is Nightmare's boss, mm-hmm. and Nightmare, who's like a robot, uh, and they chase each other in a spaceship. Yeah, my notes literally here say, oh, so Commander X is the first robot, and Nightmare is the one who's been killing people. Oh, right. okay. So, and at what? Yes. Yeah, so, like, so Nightmare decides that because he's the one who did all the work, that he's going to keep the tree. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and Nightmare only talks in subtitles with, like, robot noises. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. While Commander X says things like... Yeah, that that after noise that was that was nightmare talking. That was nightmare. So uh, the eventually Commander X shoots down the kettle, which crashes. I guess back on Earth. Honestly, this is my favorite note in the in in my entire notes here. It says, "So the sandwich chases the tea kettle." Yes, right. They They and they fall on Earth. In like a city, and then they have a kaiju esque battle. I mean, don't whatever you're thinking right now. It's not that good. It's not. Or, yeah, it's like it's not even like it's not even close to as good as. There's a couple of cardboard buildings in the background, and they are in front of it, and they're just. <sighs> uh, there's more creativity in their design because they're made with junk as opposed to just being regular dolls. Right. Uh, and then they 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 hit each other, and there's a uh, some really awful looking fake electricity, my, almost as bad as Die Hard Dracula. My 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 notes in here say they fight. Dot dot dot. I hope they don't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at one point, there is a close up of a human hand crushing a can mm-hmm. in its in its hand, like a soda can, and which I guess then, is supposed to represent Commander X, you know, yeah. destroying Nightmare. So I, uh, I guess. Anyway, Commander I, X. I've never understood art cinema. Eventually, Commander X wins, and he, he like grabs like a tower and starts hitting the robot with it. Yeah, he says something like, uh, "Oh no, no." Um, doesn't he say like, "No"? One of them says <laughs> says like, "My turn, sucker." Yeah, he goes, "Ha ha, my turn, sucker." That that's nightmare, I think. Yeah. Before, and then uh, so Commander X wins, and then he says this. Oh, and you can see. I told you not to fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that uh, at the very end there. Not and not he, not to nitpick at this point in the film, <laughs> you know. But as that's such a poorly written line. As you yeah, can see, I, know. I told you not to fuck with me. Makes no goddamn sense. Oh. The the buildings all shake. After he says that line, he raises the bagel tree. Oh, even Leroy's abortion clinic? Yeah, even Leroy's abortion clinic, which is a sign in the background. Yes. It shows the sandwich taking off from Earth, and then the word Finn appears on the screen. Uh. 
This movie's over. Yeah. That's the whole fucking movie. Commander X gets his tree back and flies off in this sandwich. And then we get some closing credits. And what's notable about these closing credits? Uh, Let me tell you what my notes say right here. My notes say, the end, dot, dot, dot. I'm not reading these fucking credits. (laughs) (laughs) It does list that voiceovers are done by a bunch of... A bunch of porn stars like Kelly Steele, Lola Lane, Cat Cleavage. I don't know if they, they, the creators of this movie had the right to do that. And oh, if I, I have, I have a very strong feeling as to what the answer to that question is. And there is a part of me that wants to contact these people individually and tell them that their work is being used illegally. But I guess it's a little late for that. Huh. Um, there's nothing at all uh, notable except for at the very end of the credits, it says on the screen, "Praise Jesus, makes, praise Jesus." Makes, that's right. That's right. Again, very Todd Sheetsian. It says, if you experienced any conditions that detracted from the theatrical presentation of this film. What? That's what it says. Throw it away and buy a new one. And buy is spelled B-Y. The contempt that this movie has for its audience makes me very, very upset. Yeah, like, 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 I mean, if it's done in a clever way, like, I have no issue with these little, like, you know, jabs at the audience type things, you know? Like, I, I never, I've never had a huge issue with that. As long as they're, like, even remotely clever, this, n- n- there's nothing clever about this movie. Nothing. Yeah, again, and it, it the, the obvious lack of giving a shit from its creator. Yeah. Is something that I actually find a little bit offensive, mm. right? I don't really like doll sex. Who gives a shit? Even the sounds, even though it made me uncomfortable, mm. because I thought my wife is going to be like, "Are you watching porno?" And then she looks at the screen with dolls. Like, <laughs> 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 All right, but I don't give a shit about that. It's the fact that the people who made it didn't give a shit. Right? They just didn't care. Right. They didn't care enough to try to make something that people would want to see, unless. This was meant to appeal to a specific fetish of people who like watching dolls slam against each other. And if that's the case, more power to them. Right. But I do not think that's the case. I have a very, very uh, – I think it's very unlikely that that was the case. Moporn. Yeah. (laughs) Co-host of the long-running podcast, No Budget Night. (laughs) I think it's time for another hiatus. Bi <laughs> <laughs> monthly. What the fuck are we thinking? We'll, we'll be back in two months. What? Uh, where does Nightmare Museum rank in terms of the very worst films ever covered on No Budget Nightmares? All right, <clears throat> let's talk about. Look, before you say that, Mo, what are some of the worst that we've seen? Well, I mean, there's the obvious answer to that, which is Hip Hop Love Goes. Which has sort of been the gold standard for bad for us since the first episode. Right. Um, and honestly, I like I almost kind of feel like we've seen movies that are worse than Hip Hop Locos, but because Hip Hop Locos holds that place in our heart, like it's really hard to to, <laughs> yes. to take that away. Um so there's that. There's uh and then we followed that up immediately with the uh <laughs> with the amazing Scarlet Fry's junk food horror fest, which was also fucking terrible. That's fucking terrible, but there are a lot of movies in that range of terror. Right, exactly. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, Barely Legal Lesbian Vampires ranks fairly, fairly now, high on that. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> you know, um, Human Behavior. Human Behavior is a very good one. Uh, <laughs> in that it's very bad. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of trouble with that, you might recall. Yeah, Summer of the Massacre. Um, Gorno. 
Gorno, yes. I'm trying to think. Like, we've actually, I mean, like, going back through our list, like, we've actually seen a lot of, like, really surprisingly good movies. But, yeah, of course. Uh, because the, this is not, the, we are not here to condemn, we are here to praise. Right. But, uh, uh, but it, it's, I mean, it's just. And, and Farm Dickel. Oh, yes. You know. Yes. Someone told us on our Facebook group that Bill Zabub, the director of Ant Farm Dickhole, also did a movie uh, with Barbie dolls, which we are we probably should check out as a comparison point. Uh-huh. But uh, I can tell you, it's I wanted this to be superstar of the Karen Carpenter story. I wanted it to be that so bad. We should have just watched that instead. Yeah. But this is okay. So yes, so we watched some good stuff. We watched a lot of bad stuff, especially at the very first half of our, uh, yeah, we, like the we, first 50 episodes. You see the first um, 50? Well, it, within the first 50, there's a lot of really bad oh, stuff. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, because I remember the whole point of us doing Las Vegas Bloodbath as episode four was because the first three movies we did were <laughs> so fucking bad. Um, but I mean, like, uh, or like Dead is Dead. That was fucking terrible. Yeah, that's that's terrible in a different kind of way. So, uh, so what's that? What's that other one I'm thinking of? The uh, is it Tales of the Dead? Is that what it's called? Yeah, that one was shit. Yeah. And then the director, he was like, "Tell me when the podcast comes out," and I'm like, "Well, here's a link." And then I never. Heard <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and then, and then I think from from there, I mean, like from Tales of the Dead on, I think we've actually seen a lot of really great shit. So, you know, I mean, I Dream of Dracula. That was terrible, right? And in fact, I mean, honestly, we are great in is a sliding scale. No, well, I mean, you know, universe. like fun at least. At least we had fun talking about them. All right, I'm pulling up the list. Killer Clowns of Kansas on crack was fucking horrible. But 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 okay, it, this is the one I was trying to find. Is, is it is it bad enough that you would you would say this is worse than it or this is better than it? That, that, now this is okay. So this is what we're getting down. Yeah, to. yeah. Some of these movies are really bad, right? But some of like, like like fungicide or fungicide, like that movie is is horrible. But we had a great time watching, right? Because right? exactly. it's so yeah. goofy and silly. And so there's a lot of categories that we're talking about. Um, no, we're we're like we this we need to rank out. We need to rank out the movies that were not only bad, but we had a hard time getting through them. Yes. You know, because like, like, we've had a lot of movies that were bad. I mean, like, just, you know, undeniably terrible films, but we had fun either watching them or talking about them. You know, whereas, I mean, so, like, I really think, like, the like the hardest ones, I mean... You, you got to go back to the beginning there, like the hip hop locos. Um, like I, I even think, you know, some of Scarlet Fry, we had, you know, a little bit of fun talking about, even though it yeah. is just a fucking terrible movie. Uh, I mean, Summer of the Massacre, you know, and, and like Human Behavior, which was just, which was so boring that it was, it was both hard to get through and hard to talk about. So, I mean, I would say those are sort of like the gold standards of our bad. All right, give me a top three, Mo. Top three would be worst. Would be, you know, going from three to one. Yes, I would say uh, Summer of the Massacre number three. Uh, this would be number two for me, uh, and number one would be would be Hip Hop Locos. Well, I'm going to say number three, Women's Studies. Really? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Well, that's the one that I had. I. 
you know what? You're right. That's unfair because the movie itself, it, it's competently made. It's just that its message is something that I had the worst time. Right, right. Exactly. You know, that would be in an, in its own category. I'm going to say number three, Killer Clowns from Kansas on Crack. Okay. I, I think that is a very, very poorly made movie. Oh, it's a horribly, I mean, incredibly poorly made movie. But I, I, I just think because we had so much fun talking about it. Oh, I... I... <laughs> I was getting giddy in that episode, but that was more out of lack of oxygen. Right. <laughs> I just couldn't breathe. <laughs> Number two, Hip Hop Locos. Really? Oh, And I think oh, we have a new winner. Shit. <laughs> Number one, 2006's Nightmare Museum, perhaps the worst movie I've ever seen. Huh. It, it's up there, man. It is up there. You know what? You know what? If someone gave me a copy of Hip Hop Locos right now yeah. and a copy of Nightmare Museum and be like, well, you got to watch one of these, i take Hip Hop Locos for sure. You know what? No no joke. I think I would too. Maybe, maybe I might need to change my uh, change my mind here. So this is – this so, even though this episode is comically short, there has been something unprecedented happen yeah. here on No Budget Nightmares. Holy shit. We, we may have – found the worst movie we ever this is episode 77 by the yeah, way yeah seven, 70 fucking seven episodes in and you know and it took it took 77 episodes to top hip-hop locos as the worst movie we've ever seen no you know what i'm with it i'm totally on board now yeah this is the worst movie we've ever watched i mean it's it's i wish that was an exciting thing to say but it's actually very very depressing yeah so well you Mr. know what you know what it's 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 nice to finally have a new answer when anybody asks me what's the worst movie you've ever seen, because like I've been saying Hip Hop Locos for, I mean, how long have we been doing the show now? Year, four years? I think we're like four years in. Yeah. Oh my God. Which is sad because we only have 77 episodes, but <laughs> you know. Hey, it seems like we're zooming along these days. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nightmare Museum from 2006, directed by Igor Pickles. Mr. Pickles, if you'd like to discuss Nightmare Museum, I'm perfectly willing to do that uh maybe there is some hidden element of quality that we are missing i'm I, willing to accept that that is a possibility i but please, doubt it if you are a friend of mr pickles please send this episode along to him mo just Nightmare Museum. just just don't fucking you know photoshop our faces into gay porn or anything please mo <laughs> nightmare museum is in the past what is in the future of no budget nightmares oh <sighs> The future. <laughs> Here's the part. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> because I had to go remind myself. Uh, I believe the next film we are going to be covering is 1997's Wrath of the Skunk Ape. Wrath of the Skunk Ape, directed by Mike C. Hartman. This was recommended to us uh, in 2014 by somebody. I've written it down in a Google document, so I'm like, okay. All right. The movie, the movie is available legally to watch on YouTube. So if you want to join us in watching Wrath of the Skunk Ape, we'll put that link over on the Facebook group. Hopefully, better. <laughs> almost certainly. Like, it, almost, there's almost no way it could be worse. There's no possible way it could be worse than this. I will say that Mr. Hartman, the director of Wrath of the Skunk Ape, does, uh, in his description of the video on YouTube, does not seem to um, have a lot of positive things to say about it. But, hey, we'll take it. Hey, well, think about it this way, you know, uh, just just because a director doesn't like one of their movies doesn't mean that all their movies are bad. I mean, I, I think the the 
Pope of no budget nightmares, you know, Todd Sheets <laughs> is a great example of that. I mean, he we we had him on the show, and man, he just went off on Goblin, which was like just hilarious because it was like the next episode we did <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, and, we're like, and I mean, we also, I mean, and in fact, we try to make that very clear. Like when we when we covered Odd Noggins, Joe Sherlock's film, right? I mean, that was a very, I think, what, was it his first movie? One of his first movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and he's obviously progressed and evolved since then. Has made many many movies up to this day. He hasn't. He's actually a, 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 there's a new anthology coming out. You can find out the details in our Facebook group. And and we don't want to disparage people based on their early work compared to their newer work. So uh, we, we'll keep that in mind when watching Wrath of the Skunk Ape. I do have to say. I like that title, Wrath of the Skunk. It's a great title. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> there is a character in it named Stinky Thumbs. Of course I'm there down is. with that. Of course there is. <laughs> I'm feeling better already. Nightmare Museum, you didn't break us. Yeah, well, if you go back and listen to the last episode, we were fairly excited about Nightmare Nightmare Museum. So Yeah, I know. That's yeah. that was actually kind of made it a little worse. Yeah. Nightmare Museum, you bled my mother, you bled my father, you won't <laughs> bleed me. Uh, Rather than Skunk Ape coming soon on No Budget Nightmares. Mo, if people want to find out more about No Budget Nightmares, what's the best way for them to do so? Uh, they pop over to Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash No Budget Nightmares or just search for No Budget Nightmares. We're on there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have uh, gotten into the habit now of posting video clips from the movies that we're watching mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I was doing animated GIFs and and I'm going to be doing kind of like a series of that um, to to kind of shed a little more light on how um, the visuals of some of these movies look. So yeah, if you're interested in all of No Budget Nightmares, please join our Facebook group. You can also find us on Patreon if you want to support the show and its hosting efforts. Uh, as well, you can find both Mo and myself on the Twitter. Mo is at DrunkOnVHS I and I am at Doug underscore Tilly. That's T-I-L-L. E-Y. E-Y. And don't possibly, just don't forget that it's T-I-L-L-E-Y. <laughs> I had someone forget recently, uh, like a podcaster, and it made me very upset because it's not like I don't emphasize it every time I say my <laughs> Right? There's no excuse. If, if it's someone on the street, they, they have an excuse. But po- if you listen to this show, you don't have an excuse. I, oh, have you seen? I feel like Sorry. I feel like I need to change my name to something more interesting so that I can spell it out too. You know, like well, comically, just, your last name, <laughs> porn, yeah, uh, is is not spelled the traditional way, but no one gets that wrong. Yeah, but they get the pronunciation wrong all the time. I don't know. Porn A. Yeah, everybody says porn A. I'm like, where do you get the? There's no Y in there. Whatever. I ain't, I ain't fucking French. Look, <laughs> it, art is up to the interpreter. Sure. Right. Mo, have you watched anything interesting lately? Um, I've watched. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did. Um, let's see. Uh, recently, I did a uh, mediocre films of Kurt Russell night. Uh, that was fun. Uh, I, that one was consisted. <laughs> must must have been odd to have a night with no movies. <laughs> no, trust me, there were three. <laughs> Captain uh, Ron. I did Captain Ron. I did uh, Tango and Cash, which was way better oh. than than I remembered, and I yes. I immediately regretted putting that on the list. And then I did uh, Overboard, which I do mm. believe belongs on that list. Um, but executive that, decision. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of people out there who would totally disagree with me on that one, but I think it's it's a very mediocre film. Um, you know, it's a good movie. Breakdown. Remember that movie? I do. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. I also watched this super, super fun, like, uh, like for lack of a better term, better. Oh God. For lack of a, of a better term, uh, modern, modern day Christian scare film. 
uh, oh. called Hollywood Lights Camera Blasphemy, <laughs> which was just super fucking fun. I actually watched that at work, like with coworkers, <laughs> with coworkers of mine, and we we're just like yelling at the TV, at my computer the whole fucking time. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are the movies that are most targeted in this documentary? Oh, um, uh, fucking, um, oh my god, why can I not fucking remember the name of the movie? Harry Potter? No, 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 no. This is this is like mid eighties, uh, or, or maybe mid nineties when this came out. So that's why I said, for lack of a better term, um, Hocus Pocus. No, f- <laughs> fuck. What is the name? Um, God damn it! My fucking son is named after the fucking actor. Uh, the, What's your son's the, name? The, the the Scopes Monkey Trial movie. Inherit the wind. Thank you. God damn it! Yeah, my son's name is Spencer. He's named after Spencer Tracy. That's that's great. Actually, I love Inherit the Wind. Yeah, so. I I do too. And like, and they 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 did like a full like half hour segment. Like, and this this movie was like two and a half hours long. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, it was super super. It's wear down the audience. Yo, no joke. The last hour of the movie was just like ways you can make yourself a better Christian in society, and like most of that consisted of throwing out your television. <laughs> you know, they're like, just don't watch anything in the mainstream media. The devil produces it all. And if it's not the devil, then it's worse. It's the Jews, you know? Uh, oh, oh, it was really, really fucking bad. Um, well, we are living in a modern Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, And then I... <laughs> And then, and then after that, I, I, I've basically the, since then it's been, uh, I've been on like a, a full moon, um, slash empire kick or, uh, sure. ni- or nightmare on Elm street. Oh, that's an, inti- yeah. Okay. That, that, <laughs> those are different actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're very, very different. So like, like I, I spent this last week cause I just recently had to uh, cover some shifts for uh, a, a guy I work with. And so I did 12 straight days, so I needed a lot of shit to watch. Sure. And so I watched, like, Oblivion, which is super fun. Uh, and I watched Robot Jocks last night, uh, <laughs> which I love. And I watched Doll Man. And then I watched the first uh, three Nightmare on Elm Street movies. And then just for some reason to change it up a little bit, I watched Passenger 57. Always bet on Black. Always bet What's on your black. take on Nightmare on Elm Street 2? Uh, it's super gay, but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I, I, it's got I, some. It's got some really cool effects. It, it really I, does. I I think that bird. I I think <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Two is super underrated. I I think it's a. It's it's one of it's probably my fourth favorite in the series. But it's really entertaining. But it also doesn't fit, and I think that's why people. Right. I mean, not just because of the the gay element, but. Like Freddy jumping out of the pool and right, the party right, and right. starts slashing people. Yeah. I kind of wish there was more Freddy stuff like that where he's like just jumping into the real world and just slashing everything that's right. around. No, him. exactly. I, I like I thought that it had some elements that were really really fun. Um, you are all my children now. <laughs> but yeah, good. Mo, I saw a movie from 1994 called Stick Fighter. Oh yeah, I heard you talking <laughs> about this. I uh, I uh, ended up posting a clip from this movie that. Uh, did very well on Twitter. It actually got picked up by BuzzFeed and BuzzFeed Russia. Um, people were very, very happy to be introduced to the stick fighter. It's a movie that's almost entirely unknown. It's an action movie about a guy who fights, sometimes with a stick. And the action in it, even though it was all made by stuntmen, is horrible from start to finish. And the movie itself has like at least a dozen laugh-out-loud 
unintentional action scenes in it, and it's amazing. Nice. And it's I think almost nobody has seen this fucking thing. I ended up following the guy who stars in it on Facebook. I want to get more information about Stick Fighter, but if you can find yourself a copy, you got to see yourself some Stick Fighter. He does have sticks sometimes, but they do not work well against men with guns. <laughs> I have... I I should I should dig it out. I have this this great fucking uh movie um that like it, it obviously came out around the same time that Jim Cotta came out. Right? Um and, and like they clearly were just like uh uh you know taking advantage of of the name and the notoriety of the film as it came oh, out. Oh, it's great success you mean? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing success. <laughs> but it's like it's like this uh I don't know if it's like if it was made in the Philippines or if it was if it's from Thailand, but it's called Jinkata, like G G I N and like right on the cover it says like, you know, you've seen the western release Jinkata, now see the, you know, the whatever, you know, version. And I'm like this is fucking brilliant. Can you imagine going to the effort of making a fake or a like a takeoff version of a movie, and then the movie you're taking off ends up being a huge fucking bomb <laughs> that it becomes an embarrassment? <laughs> I, the last thing I want to say, Mo, is that I uh, I've been watching um, a ton of David Cronenberg movies. Nice. Uh, we're doing a, a retrospective. I'm I'm guesting on the podcast under the stairs, and we're um, we're watching all of the David Cronenberg movies, and I'm currently <laughs> because I'm falling behind. Um, I just watched Crash today, and I'm watching Existence later today. But um, over the last couple of days, I watched Naked Lunch, nice. and I watched M. Butterfly, and I watched uh, De- uh, Dead Ringers. I mean, not to toot my country's horn, but David Cronenberg is a very good director. David Cronenberg is very high on my list of favorite directors. He he has uh, there are very few of his films that I don't. Like, I mean, there's none that I don't particularly like, but there, there are all, like, there are some that I like less than others, but. I, I watched Fast Company for the first time mm. a couple weeks ago, and it's fucking great. Really? It's so I've, much fun. Wow, I've never seen that, so I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to add that to my I thought list. it was just going to be kind of shitty, and, and like, it, it's like, I don't care about car racing, so it's really entertaining, nice. and it is, and John Saxon is like a complete fucking asshole in it. It's great. I, I did watch. I didn't like M Butterfly very much. I thought it was. Yeah, I didn't care for that. That's that's my 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 low end for him. And if you watch his first two movies, which are really just long student movies, that's a Stereo and Crimes of the Future. Mm-hmm. Those are difficult to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's seen them will not disagree with me. There, uh, <clears throat> I think Kim Newman, the the critic, he said that those are the kind of movies where they're important. But they're a lot more fun to have seen than to watch. You know, it's 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 really good that they exist, but watching them is a total fucking chore. Mike, that 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 comment alone just uh, perfectly describes like the majority of my film history, like my, my <laughs> film watching history. It's like I have so many movies that are like great to know that you've seen them, but getting through them was such a fucking task. But at least later you can say, "Oh yeah, no, I've watched." I've watched. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I watched Nightmare Museum. I'm, look, so I'm looking at you, to. begotten. <laughs> <laughs> I like those movies. Like I, I take it upon like when movies are like excessively long, right? Like like a movie that's like 400 minutes long, and you're like, "Well, I'm not enjoying it, but I better watch it to the end at this point." Right? Exactly. I, what is wrong with us, <laughs> Mo? You know what I. You know, the, <sighs> I uh I I'm one of those guys who who just can't turn a movie off. Like in, I mean like g- give you an idea. I've watched 194 movies this year so far. 
Um, you know, which, because uh, I'm going for to try to watch at least one a day, you know, on uh, over the average. So I'm about a month ahead of schedule. Uh, and there's been one movie so far this year that I've turned off, and that was Zoolander 2. Oh, man. Zoolander 2 is a pile of shit. Mo, that's just about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, see, we, I told you this was going to be like the, our shortest episode ever. <laughs> we're still well over an hour. <laughs> you know, it's, fu- that, it's funny. I think, you know, like, it's, it's really funny that our, the two worst movies we've ever seen are our two shortest episodes ever. That's because we don't like to linger on the negative. We want to move back into the positive. I like to linger on the negative a little bit. Did you have to let it linger? No. Did you have to? No. Did you have to? Oh, shush. Did you have? Oh, boy. (laughs) Zombie! Mo. (laughs) Good Lord. Wrath of the Skunk Ape is coming in just a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Until then, we must bid our audience adieu. Adieu to you. So long. And you and you. Farewell. (laughs) Alice Reader saying goodbye. Goodbye! That's what I was waiting for. (laughs) Goodbye! All right. Okay, this is it. We're done. Fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Nightmare Museum. Fuck you, Igor. We'll be back soon. Night, folks. Bye-bye.